Hi. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Stay F. Homekins. That's right. Stay F. Homekins, a quarantine podcast hosted by a married couple. And that's us. What's your name? My name is Janie Haddad Tompkins. My name is Paul F. Tompkins. We're married. We live in Los Angeles. He's a comedian. She's an actress. <laughs> We've been married for 10 years. That's right. 10 years in April. Yes. And now we are experiencing a great test of our relationship. <laughs> really? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah. Let's hope this podcast is not some kind of like witnessing to an unraveling of a married couple. It'd be great podcasting, though. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. People who talk about it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So oh my this God. is now no. this is not. This is the most we've ever spent around each time. We've spent this is like, okay, we actually enjoy one another's company. True. So it, it, we're already ahead of the game in that department. Very true. For like a self-isolation, stay-at-home, social distancing, safer-at-home order. Yes. We're not in quarantine, thankfully. We have not been around anyone diagnosed yet that with we know of, coronavirus. That we know of. That we know of. And neither one of us have symptoms. No. However, I'm waiting for the other shooter. How, how many times a day did, did have you thought you had coronavirus? Because <laughs> I spend a few times a day being like, oh, I, I got it. I, you know, we're different in that way oh, because yeah. <laughs> I don't think that I have it already. Oh, you don't. But I think I'm going to get it. Oh, see, I'm convinced I'm like carrying it. I know. I know. But you're not. I, I might be. You don't know that. People carry the virus. I don't know for sure, but I know you. Asymptomatically. <laughs> I know you, and you're not that type of person. Uh, I'm not the type that, oh, I would have it symptomatically. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody would. Actually, you know, it's true. I probably would because, well, I'm like a very, I'm very sensitive, like in my body mm-hmm. and in my psyche <laughs> and in my, like, like I was just telling someone today about how. Like if you were to talk to me about something that skeeves me out, like rodents or insects or if I, like, for example, like if I go to the natural history, music, this is a true story. Yeah. If yeah. I go like the natural history, this is just like an example uh, in the natural history museum. They have these like glass boxes with live insects in them. And there's like, and if I walk toward just crazy bugs, just crazy, like, boxes. like terrifying like probably the most, yeah. yeah. If I walk toward one, you can watch the hair on my arms raise. If I step back, it goes down. <laughs> if I go toward, it goes up. It's literally <laughs> like some kind of like primal survival response mm-hmm. in my body that I can. So like any You're like li- a little cave woman. but like any twinge I have, I'm like I've got coronavirus, <laughs> I've got COVID nineteen, yeah. you know, or a new strain of it or something or. I had a, you know. a news. Wait, what? You thought you had a, you thought you had a, a mutated version of it? Because it's going to happen. Because that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. I guess we're all going to get it at some point. I mean, the the here's the thing: is that yeah, everyone seems to be guessing what is going to happen because it's new. They don't know. It's new. That's why they call it the novel coronavirus. It's novel. Um, but I don't know. I I feel like there. Yeah, maybe it makes sense to be kind of fatalistic about it and say it's going to happen. And the best I can do is try to 
mitigate it as much as possible, catch it as early as possible. Hopefully the tests come through. Yes, because they, they are, I read something about, so basically we're in this for like a long haul, like an 18 month period, because there won't Mm -hmm. be a vaccine for a long time and they can't treat viruses. There's no cure for viruses and it's going to wax and wane. By the way, I think now's a good time to say that neither one of us are scientists. Honey, good catch. Yeah. We should have said at the top. We are not scientists. We're not, we just like read shit online. (laughs) Yeah, man. Just like you. So don't judge us. I consume a lot like every morning, like Mm -hmm. I'm ready to to consume it. But like it's going to wax and wane. Like it's even possible that it could subside in in the summer months, like the flu and then come back. And then those second and third waves could be worse than this first wave that we're seeing. Yes. So it is not uh, good and not going to be better. No, I guess. I don't know. Well, hopefully they'll, f- you know, figure out how to vaccinate for it. I fucking Or that know. will develop. I don't. Well, do you know what herd mentality or herd, herd, herd mentality. mentality, herd. Imm- I know about herd mentality for sure. <laughs> herd herd immunity, immunity. From what I understand, herd immunity is. Like, and I, I first heard this term because of the anti-vaxxing movement. Is that right? Because they would say we could not develop. Isn't that right? That we could not develop herd immunity. Well, if you're not doing vaccines, if you're not vaccinating your child against these old diseases, uh-huh. um, that you weaken the herd immunity because you're bringing back these you're bringing back these diseases. So everybody. Oh, I can't. Ex- I can't explain it. I feel like it's. What, yeah, I, I feel like I know what it means. Yeah, but I can't explain it. Basically, the idea is. We as a herd uh-huh. have built up certain immunities to things like over time because we've had these vaccines and everything. I see. But the more people don't do that, the more people don't vaccinate, then the more uh, the the diseases can overtake us. Does I that see. make sense? So basically the an- the anti-vax, that's why everyone's mad at the anti-vaxxers because it's not that. Should we look it up? <laughs> I think let's so do it he, for the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how, long, how often are we going to do these? We didn't even discuss You know what? That, that is a good question. <laughs> that is. Are we going to do this weekly? We could do like a Twitter poll. I think. Like a Twitter. No. <laughs> never let Twitter decide. I think weekly at at the most but frequent. One week in stay safer at home orders mm. feels like a year to me. Well, but that's the thing is you have to have. There's not going to be much to talk about if we were to do it on a nightly basis. No, but maybe we we could. Oh, do we have to say when? Can't people just like hit the button and subscribe and be like excited when there's a new one? <laughs> that's true. We could just drop it on whenever we feel like it. I mean, there are no rules anymore. We're no. living in. Oh, this is Mad Max times. <laughs> there's no more rules. There's. I say hopefully weekly, but if we get like a wild hair. Like, we might want a date night on, like, a Tuesday. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> this is our date night. This is our date night. We're st- we've been indoors for a week, but this is our, t- this is our tonight date is night. A t- tonight is our uh, date pandemic, mm-hmm. pandemic date night. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it out as we go. Guys, this is all uncharted waters. Now, what have we been doing? We have been staying inside, watching TV, pretending like it's new that we watch a lot of TV. Oh, my God, guys. This is what's funny about me and Paul. (laughs) 
Or, I mean, this is what's Every, funny on about second. us. Hold on a second. Honey, everyone, what's everyone, funny about us? Sit down. Brace yourselves. What's funny about us? We watch a lot, we watch a lot of, of TV. TV. That's right. Like, we're really into television. Like many couples, we have our shows that we must watch together. Yeah. Then we have shows that we watch, watch separately. separately. Yeah. I'm like, uh, Paul watches like, I don't know, like more fantasy sci-fi stuff without, like he watched Picard and Star Wars and stuff without me. True. You were shaking your head no just a second ago. Because when you, <laughs> just because I <laughs> like those things more than you do, uh-huh. doesn't mean that that's what I am. <laughs> I didn't say it's what you were. <laughs> no, you said Paul's like, he's like sci-fi, fantasy, fantasy. <laughs> no, but that's what you watch without me. Yeah, that's what I watch without. But see, I had to make it clear to the listener because you paint me with this broad brush. I, Paul, no, you are, you contain multitudes. That's right. I would never. I'm large. I'm large. <laughs> Who? I'm large. Oh, large. I think said Marge. <laughs> I'm Marge. I contain multitudes. I thought you were like, isn't Marge, isn't Marge, isn't she from The Simpsons? <laughs> yes, there is a Marge from The I Simpsons. I thought it was like Isn't a... Isn't she from The Simpsons? <laughs> I thought there was a, that was a Simpsons reference that I didn't no, know about the, because the, I stopped watching The Simpsons in, when I was in my 20s. Yes, me too. Okay. Um, the, the, I, have, I contain multitudes. The, the beginning of that phrase is, <sighs> I am large, I contain multitudes. But everyone cuts out well, the I am large part. You know what? Because it's unflattering. It's not nice. No. It's like... You know, you don't want to start saying I am large and then have somebody immediately before you can get out. I contain multitudes. Why don't say, you join no Weight kidding. Watchers? <laughs> Why don't you join Weight Watchers? I am large. Why don't you join Weight Watchers? I contain multitudes. <laughs> That's like the Thanksgiving dinner conversation. <laughs> And your aunt, like whoever, is like, "Honey, why don't you join Weight Watchers?" <laughs> and you're like, "I'm quoting poetry." Will you tell the it's an insult to the family story? <laughs> oh, oh, okay, guys. So this is one of my favorite stories. This is like <laughs> my, my dad. Okay, okay, guys. Uh, I I feel like I don't even know how to tell the story. You're the good at telling. Paul wasn't there, but like basically, like uh, I have this big Lebanese family. They all live in most of them live in West Virginia, which is where I was born, and. uh my one of my cousins had brought home a girlfriend and we were all gathered at like one of my aunts my dad is the youngest of six they all you know had like a gazillion babies not my dad my dad's the youngest of six but they were like oh they have like 22 or first cousins or something like that so anyway so he brought home some girlfriend and my aunt it's like a big deal like my aunt like makes all this like uh, Lebanese food by hand mm-hmm. and so we were there and then um, we were driving away like down the mountain in West Virginia's mountains. It's you and your dad. It's me and my dad and my stepmom. Yeah. Just the three of you? Just the three of us. Yeah. I, uh, my brother was not there for some reason. I was like there visiting mm-hmm. I don't know like right after college or something and um, my stepmother goes well I don't know if you noticed but um, as she said, my cousin's name, his girlfriend did not eat any of the grape leaf rolls that Aunt Peggy made by hand. And my dad slammed on the brakes 
And he took his hand and he banged the roof. And he goes, it's an insult to the family. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, it was a gag. It was like a gag. It wasn't like real, but he like slammed the car. Like, and it was like dark. It was like 10 o'clock at night, like in the winter. And he slammed and he goes, it's an insult. And then I was like laughing so hard, like tears were rolling down my (laughs) face. And now (laughs) it's so stupid. That was that story. Is that I a love good that story? story? Why do you I like it so much? It's I, funny. It's so It's a funny, funny gag. Because he was it's being It's a very silent. funny gag. It was like going on and on, like the conversation, and he was like yeah. being silent. Like you didn't even yeah, yeah, really yeah. know he was like kind of listening, <laughs> you know? And I was like, oh, she didn't eat the grapes. Because she talked, she talked about it for a while. Yeah, like we were like yeah. kind of going along and going along. <laughs> and it was like he, like the gag was like he was like building this rage yeah. about it. But like no one really gave a shit, really. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that girlfriend, I don't think lasted. You know, so it was just it was like one of many. When you have like twenty-one first cousins, or mm-hmm. you know, like you can't even keep up with people. Yeah. It's you have true. a lot of cousins too. I do. Yeah, I have um, seven on my mom's side and eight on my dad's side. Mm. I have zero people. on my mom's side. That's right. My mom is an only child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not us, man. Catholic all the way. Everybody was Catholic. Yeah. There's Catholic. I had the Catholic stuff. Yeah. What were we talking about? Anyway. so We, we watched, were talking about. We rewatched Band of Brothers. Oh, yeah. We rewatched. Which is great. Highly recommended if you've never seen it. It's on HBO Go. It's really good. It hold, holds up like crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's about a real thing. True, but there are some things about real things that don't hold up that well. What do you mean? Well, I, I think that there's there's other just because it's about a real event doesn't mean that it automatically holds up. It's it's well done. It's well done. In addition to being about a very you know huge H- gra- you know historical event, historical yeah, it's accurate. very well done and it's yeah. One of the things because I've seen it, I think I've seen it now like three times. Mm-hmm. I think me too. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what really struck me this this recent viewing is how senseless war is. And like it wasn't completely uh, like a hammered over your head theme of the story, because really, I think they were just honoring these this these particular men's bra- yeah. bravery mm-hmm. and and, and uh, story, you know, story. Yeah. They're trying to say this is what it was like. You know exactly. This is what it was like. As close as we can come to that. Yeah, and yeah. trying to tell the story with empathy, um, but it was like kind of like, oh, you're watching it, and there are these like young people who are doing this, who's just like putting themselves in this trauma for what? I mean, it's so crazy when you, you think about it. You can't help but trip out on when you see just the idea of armies. You know, on either side of a line shooting at each other, it just seems demented. And it really does. You can't help but trip out on how well it's just, it's war like is. murder in in broad daylight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like sanctioned murder out in the open, lawlessness in broad daylight. But then, just when you're thinking that, they hit you with that second to last episode where it's like where they is, liberate the camps. Yeah, and they're like this is spoiler. <laughs> But this is, <laughs> they liberated the camps, guys. This is why. <laughs> this is why they did it. This is why it, it was necessary at the time, you know. Right. But anyway, so we did that. 
Um, we have been. I want to. Here's what I want. Yeah. If there are any Hollywood executives out there listening, <laughs> <laughs> I have an idea for a streaming channel that would really appeal to me. Mm. And this is a great pitch so far. I think <laughs> I'm not the only one. Is kind of where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. I love <laughs> movies, TV made for TV movies and miniseries from the 70s and right. 80s. Yeah. So I would love a library of all of that content mm-hmm. available on demand mm-hmm. starting on, you know, right now during this quarantine. Right. How do we get it? Um, what's the closest network that's doing that? I don't know. I mean, I I found some old like TV movies on Amazon Prime. Amazon has a lot of that crazy old stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's not like you can't really access it. Like you can't be like TV movies from the 80s and then you find it. Here's it's the like problem, you though. stumble across Here's it. the problem. What? Is that you're talking about a channel mm-hmm. that has uh, finite content. Well, then Amazon Prime needs to create. They need to they need to acquire all of it. All, all, all of the mm-hmm. rights like it should be on one place it should be like like a you know like a segment of amazon you're Hulu saying it Network. should be like what Netflix. amc used to be yeah where they would show or or turner classic movies yeah where they would just show old movies yes and i also have another idea <laughs> hollywood executives if you're listening like every now and then i would like to dip in you know how like you know how like people will do like Oh, this day in history in 1968 on March uh, 19th in 1968, mm-hmm. this happened. This was signed into law. Or this person broke this record. Yeah. I would like to like hit like the year 1975, March 19th and watch whatever was on like the TV that, that day. That would be fun. Yeah. That would be fun. Like I want to relive like yeah. certain days of my youth. This is a Generation <laughs> X idea. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because Gen X there were in nostalgia, mm-hmm. you know, and we were raised by television essentially. I was. Yeah, well, we were the first I think we were the first big nostalgia generation in that way. Yeah. That oh, is there another nostalgia generation? Every generation after us is still like very much obsessed with the stuff. Oh, they from like their Saved by the Bell and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but people that that uh, we were the first generation, I think, to not let go of things in that way. Yeah, where like Scooby Doo is just as good now as it was then. And it's like no, it was a terrible show always. <laughs> we were just children when we watched it. Yeah, you know. But I think everybody now that's just that's just the way it is now. Is that you hang on to these things right. from when you were a kid and you you give them equal weight with things that you enjoy as an adult. But one of the reasons why I think our generation is super obsessed with nostalgia is because we, um, the older we got, the more flooded with information we got. Like, you know, first we had three channels, then we had cable and we had like MTV. Then we had like HP, you know, like we kept like getting flooded and flooded and there was never, there's never been a moment for reflection and it just like came and came and came at us. And now we have the internet and now we have like, you know, YouTube and Quibi or whatever the hell that Mm -hmm. is. And so, so like there's like we, I think we, we crave those like simpler times when media was shared uh, in real time together. 
I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. That could be. I mean, or is that every generation? Because some people were born when they had like no indoor plumbing, and then by the time they <laughs> died, <laughs> they were like, "We got a telephone <laughs> or whatever." I mean, the I used to think about the the things that my mother saw in the span of her life because uh-huh. she was born in the twenties. Yeah, twenty nine. Wow. And that every, was like the and great. She depart- died in two thousand six. Right? Yeah, she was yeah. a depression baby for sure. And so to see. All the things that she saw developed in her lifetime. Oh, she lived through the both wars. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Just well, the one. No, just the one. But she well, lived, Vietnam. You know, <laughs> Vietnam, Korea, you know. Yeah. But all the inventions, all the all the advancements, well, all the, the technology, crazy, right? vaccines, everything. Like, they didn't have TV when she was... Like, they yeah, didn't have... Exactly. Like... Yeah, by the end of her life, she was using a computer. Like, they know? were all, like, sitting around a radio, yeah. like, when she was a kid. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. and, like, listening... If they had a radio, you know. yeah. Yeah. But then think That's about all the cuckoo. stuff that we've seen. Oh, my God. I feel like it accelerated in such a crazy so way. So crazy. Um, but also, we were the last generation, I think, to experience pop culture just as it happened. Like, we were getting VHSs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you had tapes, but you we were old enough. We weren't like little kids who were watching the same tape every day. Right. You know? Right. We didn't really have that capability yeah. yet. So like The Simpsons is, is a is a big demarcator, I think, because we watched it when it was on Sunday nights. <laughs> yeah, we did. But then the generation after us watched it in syndication. So they'd like come home from school. They'd see these episodes again and again and again and again. Right. And it's in their consciousness in a way that it's not for us. It's so crazy to me that like they watched it differently. Like... When Simpsons was out in the 90s, and for I remember when I was like a short, like on the Tracy yeah, Ullman show yeah. and all that stuff. But like when it came out, it was like the night was a big deal because it was also X-Files. That's right. And that's so right. like I would yes. go to my friend Aaron Ginsburg's house and like we would all gather on Sunday nights specifically like at his apartment to watch Simpsons and X-Files. Mm-hmm. Like it was a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. And X-Files, I would argue, was the big main event. Like over Simpsons. Yes, because the the Simpsons was a fun comedy show, but the X-Files was who knew what was going to happen. It yeah. was a you know, crazy drama. Yeah. Yeah. And they were so good, right? Like David Duchovny and... Um... Duchovny. <laughs> I've gotten to the bottom of my uh. cocktail. <laughs> Wait, and like I remember too, like we would watch stuff together. Like in college, we'd I'd go to my friend Allie's house apartment and we'd watch um 90210 on Melrose Place mm-hmm. and I would argue Melrose Place was the main event over 90210 but that was just well, me that was just my preference show was steamier <laughs> yeah it was a steamier I remember when the big earthquake hit and I was like oh my god is the cast of Melrose Place okay do you remember <laughs> when that happened <laughs> I remember when there the was earthquake like happened. I was like not a, there for your concern it, about the cast of Melrose Place. Yeah, I want to say like, you were there. Was that your first thought? I feel like I saw a thing in People Magazine about it where they're like, "Oh my gosh, like so and so's okay. She was here when the earthquake hit. People's lives <laughs> were destroyed. Like, but how are, how is the cast of Melrose Place doing? <laughs> right. I don't know. You were not here during the earthquake. I got here right after it. I got here in I got here the same year. It happened in February, and I got here in April. You know what freaks me out about the pandemic? What? Well, because in Utah, like two days ago, they had an earthquake, and I it not it that. knocked out the coronavirus hotline. Ugh. So, but it wasn't. I guess it wasn't. So like, people couldn't request their songs. <laughs> <it wasn't>, um, <laughs> 
guys, that was what you've been waiting for. Listen, Some if you have any comments. songs, if you have any songs you want us to play for the coronavirus, <laughs> leave them in the comments. <laughs> someone, sir, so far, someone out there has covered my Sharona with my Corona so far, right? That's happened. Probably somebody has. Weird Al actually. Like a meme or something. Weird Al actually tweeted, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Because I'm sure he was inundated. (laughs) Yeah. He was like, come on, guys. I can come up with my own ideas. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Weird Al. I'm not, you know. Yeah, Weird Al. I can come up with my own ideas, guys. Also, like, first thought, not always best thought when you're Weird Al. Like, you go for, like, you go a little outside the box. Yeah, people don't. People are going to try to tell Weird Al his process, and no, they're wrong. They're wrong. <laughs> they're wrong. You have a Weird Al story, which I'm sure you told on television. So I have. Yes, it's on <laughs> Laboring Under Delusions, guys. There's my special from 2006. Uh, no, later than that. Late. That was like 2009 or something. I think it came out in t- 2010 or 2011. But you can buy it online. Guys, labor. <laughs> that's our big plug. It's like our big plug. That's instead of <laughs> that's our big plug. That's it. We're gonna do, we're gonna plug one thing per episode. We're not raising money for charity. We're not raising <laughs> no <laughs> celebrities. Not raising money for charity. We have no one ca- plug. <laughs> no cash. No ads. No sponsors. No nothing, guys. No nothing. We're recording this by candlelight. I just want everyone out there. The reason, another reason why I want to do this, besides the fact that we're stuck at home and mm-hmm. we have nothing else to do, and we have recording equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, did we talk about the fact that the recording equipment was in the garage, and I'm scared of the garage? And that we did not talk about that. I the recording equipment was in the garage. Janie's scared of the garage. I'm, I'm scared not of scared the of the garage. I'm scared of it. So I went and unpacked it and brought it in. Yeah, because we we discovered other people were doing stay at home podcasts as well, but. And, you know, that we talked that we talked about. We did talk about that. Yeah. And the the less we say about that, the better. Okay, well, I'm just saying competition. There's room for everybody to do this. I think there's room for everybody because um, we can't leave our house. (laughs) Yeah, everybody should be doing this. So we're stuck. Okay, so another reason I want to do this is because um, not just like, oh, we don't have anything to do. And we have this thing that record or whatever. And we're not scientists and we have no information to offer. And we have no ability to raise money for charities. <laughs> <laughs> but there's another reason. And that is uh, connection. Connection. Which can be more valuable mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like we're all sort of experiencing this weird time mm-hmm. in our lifetimes. Yeah. And... Uh, I think it's going to take us a really long time to make sense of it. Like For even sure. like five years from now when everything's fine and we've like cured cancer and maybe viruses like <laughs> five years. <laughs> I have to think five years out right now. Well, you can think five years out, but I don't think we're going to cure cancer in five years. Do you? Well, well, Biden is leading in the election and he said he was going to cure cancer. Mm, that sounds kind of pie in the sky to me. Well, my point is this. <laughs> Five years from now, we're going to, first of all, Alex Gibney, if you're listening, <laughs> I'm a big fan. I hope that you will be doing a docu-series about coronavirus okay. that I can watch in five years. First of all, I think you'll win an Emmy for it. Second of all, uh, your docu-series are the best things ever. What okay. if it was a dramatic 80s-style miniseries about the coronavirus? Well, that can happen, too, because, you know, they're doing that whole thing with the dropout, the um, Theranos lady, yeah. Elizabeth Holmes. Yes. They ran the gamut, okay? Mm-hmm. They ran the gamut. 
they started with a book, which oh, that's I read. True. That's which true. I read the book. My personal opinion, maybe the book is the the best of everything. Mm-hmm. Then, secondly, after the book, they did the podcast, right? Which covered a lot of the book. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thirdly, Alex Gibney docu series. Big fan. If you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> love everything you do. Um, th- and then fourthly, a mini series is in development. That's correct. Which I auditioned for. Yes. And I did not get it. You don't know that. Probably got put on hold. I, it. I'm sure it got put on. Everything got put on hold. But I think I knew before it got put on hold. Yeah, but they said that it wasn't start shooting until April and casting can. Okay, listen, guys. <laughs> listen. If. You're casting that many. St- first of all, <laughs> first of all, I know I said the book Who was the best. Who do you think is listening to this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know I said the book was the best. Maybe the miniseries will be the best. It has yet to be proven. Has yet to be proven. I'm just saying, like, as far as COVID-19 coronavirus 2020 pandemic goes, mm-hmm. there can be books. There can be articles. There can be an 80s-style miniseries. Mm-hmm. Okay. There can also be an Alex Gibney docu series. What about a manga? What's that? <laughs> you know, I'm not really sure. What? What? It? What? You made that? You know? What? What? It? What? It's a thing that people like. I've what? never been quite clear on what it is. Is it a fruit? I don't know what the difference is between manga and anime. Mm. Is there animation involved? Um. I guess not. I guess it's a maybe that's the crucial difference. Maybe if it's just like a comic book, it's a manga. And once it's animated, it becomes an anime. Well, you know what? In five years, we might need a manga. We might need an anime. We might need the docuseries. We might need the book. We might need the 80s miniseries in order to understand this period in history. What about my point? What about a 200 part series on Quibi? <laughs> 10 minutes at a time. You think in five years, Quibi is still going to be a thing? <laughs> Oh, so you don't think they're listening? I quit. 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 Hollywood execs are listening. Quibi's listening. <laughs> Quibi. Casting director of the dropout. You think Quibi doesn't have a sense of humor? Come on, Quibi. You got to laugh. You think they're not making the same jokes in the halls of Quibi about their <laughs> own product? Look, honey, I'm a CISO survivor. Okay, so these jokes, <laughs> these jokes hurt my feelings. CISO was a very short lived. I know I'm not supposed to explain things, right? We don't explain things. <laughs> we explain things to each other. We don't explain things to the listener. Look up. They, can, they have time to look things <laughs> look up, up now. What if we get some senior citizen listeners or a little Aww. bit? They I, still have time. But I don't want to make them have to Google CISO. Oh, uh, come on. It'll be fun. The make, wiki, the, make them make their kids do it. They're going to wiki. They were going to read the wiki se- page. Okay. If you're a senior citizen listening... Ask, make your kids First tell you all, what CISO is. If you're a senior center, citizen listening, I hope that you are being looked after and that you like our podcast and we offer you a laugh. Paul did get a really good one off there in the middle. I, I can't remember so. what it was, but it was really good. Hey, man, I, there's more where that <laughs> came from. You know what I'm saying? Okay. All right. Why don't we wrap this up? Um, so, oh, okay. is our date night over? <laughs> For them. These creeps. Wait, are we supposed to tell Listening them? in on our date night. Or is supposed to tell them what we're binging? Oh, you know what I'm very excited about? Okay, so we did Band of Brothers. What's next for us? We were talking about The Sopranos, which we haven't seen since it went off the air. I know, but I kind of want you to watch the original Roots, which I'm obsessed with. I don't even know if I can find it. We'll look for it. 
We'll find it. Have you seen the original? It's been a while, but I've seen it. Oh, so good. I mean, I definitely saw it when it was on. Well, that like was, was a, a long when time When I was a ago. kid, yeah. It was, a, it was a huge deal. I'm sure I saw it when I was on, but then I saw it as an adult, mm-hmm. and I was like so blown away by the acting. Mm-hmm. Like every actor in it is so insanely present and like so you know like dedicated to the storytelling of it in such a way that is visceral. Yeah. It's so freaking good. It's a hugely impressive cast. It is so good. Yeah. No, what I'm excited about that's coming out and I don't know how to consume it but I mean it's on HBO. I mean like it's going to come out every week which I don't want. I want to kind of binge it, but it's so. So the my brilliant friend mm-hmm. series of books. There's there. It's a quadrilogy, mm-hmm. and it's so good. It's called like the Neapolitan series. There are these four books that this Italian writer wrote, and her like identity was secret forever, mm-hmm. and you know like that kind of thing. And it's basically this epic story of this female friendship from childhood to you know, late adulthood and it is like so absorbing and they already did the first book on HBO, Mm -hmm. My Brilliant Friend. So season two has just dropped and they found, they went on like this crazy big search for the actresses for the mini, for the kids because like they're not going to be the in the whole series. They're only going to think be in the first two. They probably Mm -hmm. introduced the adult versions at the end of this one and you know, it was like this whole big thing where they they found them and, you know, and it's, it all takes place in Italy and it was shot in Italy. And now Italy is going through this horrible trauma mm-hmm. with the coronavirus. So I know small way, I guess I'll feel like I'm supporting Italy. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that's what I'm excited about next. But I don't know if I should watch it all at once and like wait for it to. How am I going to do that? I'm stuck at home. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for I'm gonna do it. for people listening, that's a binge recommendation. The first season of My Brilliant Friend, definitely. So I'd also beautiful. like to recommend, of course, Band of Brothers is Band of Brothers amazing. is great. We talked about Sopranos. Here's two recommendations. Oh, yeah. for people, the series Patriot, which is an Amazon Prime show, which I haven't seen. Only two seasons. You can watch that. Very entertaining show. Um, <gasps> I have one. Lodge Forty Nine. Oh, yeah. Another show that only got two seasons. It was originally on AMC, but I think so you can good. get it on Hulu now. It's a terrific show. Paul, we love it. Paul has a role. I have a, a small a cameo in an episode towards the end of the last season. Um, you know what? And of course, Bajillion Dollar Properties. Oh, you got to watch Bajillion Dollar Which Shows. I'm in and Paul is one of my so favorite things funny. that I've ever done. Paul's character in Bajillion Dollar Properties is maybe the most underrated, overlooked comedic Honey, char- I'm serious that's very sweet of you to like, say wait I'm not I'm not blowing smoke I know I know you mean it like it's I can't breathe sometimes when I think about like this <laughs> the bits like he came up with in Bill Jillian and it's free on Pluto right Pluto TV wait I have all four seasons it's a great cast it's it's improvised comedy so funny um, our friend Kulap made it yeah it's so maybe the best job I've ever had. It was so much fun. I hated that it, that was the CISO. That was the CISO um, experience. That's my CISO scar. It's a CISO wound. It's a wound. Because it'll never close. (laughs) Wait, do wounds close? They don't close? Well, I mean, by saying wound, it it makes me think that it's still open. 
Because I said scar. But the, and then you, you can say wound. open wound. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, you can. To me, wound means like it could be closed, but you were well, psychologically old, yes. damaged. You can have right? an old war wound. But I'm just, because I said scar and then you changed it to wound, I thought you meant that, that it was that still was not open, open. A oh, festering sore. Yeah. We don't always know what the other one is saying. That is like a thing. It's marriage, baby. <laughs> it's not marriage. Huh? Some marriage couples. What? Like they know. Some married couples know what the other one is saying. <laughs> Say Seriously. You're saying it like there's a married couple in the next room. They, they know. <laughs> like, it's it kind of is wild to me sometimes. Because I'm like, no, like, we're trying to communicate and it takes all this effort sometimes. <laughs> oh, it, that's Wait, I wanted to make my recommendation. Go ahead. I'm not stopping <laughs> you. We started talking. <laughs> I wanted to mention, honorable mention, speaking of AMC, where you can find Lodge 49, mm-hmm. uh, Halt and Catch Fire. Yeah, good one. Yes. Halt and Catch Fire, we discovered after oh. it had already all aired. Well, it got aired on Netflix. Yes. Um, and it, No, it's on Netflix now. It's on Netflix now. Well, it might not be. Ooh, I hope it is. If you can find it, it might you might have to buy it. I don't know, but if you no. seek it out, it's it's so good. It's that four would be seasons. Such a bummer if you have. If that would be a bummer. Netflix. I hope it's still streaming somewhere for free. Okay, so basically, we, it, we were like, oh, this this is a cool like '80s period show. Let's check it out because we liked Mad Men at the time, and then we started watching it, and we we're like, this isn't as good as Mad Men, and then it had like this whole uh, rediscovery or resurgence. Um, maybe after it got on Netflix or something. Yeah, we had just watched the pilot and then um, we didn't watch it again. And then we kept hearing how good it was. Yeah. And then and then we watched it on Netflix. Guys, yeah. O-M-G. It is. That means, oh my God. It's so good. It is so. I like yeah. things about the creative process. I don't know if you enjoy. Do you like watching things about the creative? I do, like Topsy Turvy, one of my Topsy favorite Turvy, movies. Yeah. yeah. Like things about the creative process are so wildly interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um and that's what it is about. Yeah. In my opinion. It's a great it's a great show with four main leads and then a a couple other uh people that are are main characters throughout the show. Everyone's terrific. So good. It's really well written. The female characters, the women characters in it are like some of the best like treated, in my opinion. Yeah. By uh, show creators. And um, I think it's like two dudes who are the showrunners. Yeah. Yeah. Christopher Cantwell and... Wait. They're both named Christopher. Christopher. Right? Yes. Christopher Cantwell and Christopher C. Rogers. Yes. Yes. I see the title card now in my brain. Two Christophers. Do you think they two just. Two Christophers. <laughs> the two Chris- Thank you to the two Christophers. Thank you, two Christophers. Well, I guess that's our first episode. Yeah, we did it. We, we, t- we said we were going to wrap up and then we talked for 10 more minutes. <laughs> well. <laughs> that's the wrap up. It's a 10 minute wrap up. Here's what's crazy. I talk a lot. Mm-hmm. So for me, this genre. It's like falling off a log. <laughs> what does that mean? It means it's easy. Why is falling easy off a log? Falling easy? Off a log? Hmm. It's not hard to do. <laughs> but when are you. You've ever... never heard that expression before? But why are you on a log? Why are you on it? You want. You want a backstory oh, for an expression? Is it for those people that run across the um the you know 
the the ponds with the logs. You know, no, the log roller, like people do log rolling. Yeah. No. As easy as falling off a log means, like if you're sitting on a log and you fall off of it. Why would you? That's no. It's. I can't believe you've never heard this expression before. Uh, maybe I and did. And then you're demanding a backstory for it. I think it's the log runners. <laughs> okay. We can look it up. It seems higher risk. We could look. It seems higher risk than sitting. <laughs> it's not about ri- It's not about risk. It's about st- <laughs> what's easier to do. <sighs> guys. Guys. First of all, let's just say if you if you didn't love this episode, go if- fuck yourself number <laughs> 1. <laughs> I love when Paul gets Philly. <laughs> oh, y'all. That is like the best. When he gets like Philly, like he gets Philly. By the way, he's wearing a Philly sweatshirt it's very right true. now. It's very true. I'm I like, I no, spontaneous nation hat. Yeah. So if you didn't like this inaugural episode, hang in there with us. Because <laughs> every other episode will be exactly like this. <laughs> And eventually you'll be so bored with your life staying home that you you'll have <laughs> to listen. You'll have gone through everything else. You'll start. It'll be like a like, what is the thing when you fall in love with your kidnapper? Stockholm. Stockholm syndrome. syndrome. It's, you don't fall in love. <laughs> you don't. What about? <laughs> well, you could. You identify with your captor. Identify. Yeah. We. So that's going to. Ha- we should have called it Stockholm syndrome with Paul and Janie. No. Stock F syndrome. Stock F syndrome. <laughs> it's too late. Wait, you know we what? We did the artwork. It's too Wait, late. stock F syndrome is the sequel for when sure. we are when allowed. When we kidnap someone. <laughs> no, we're allowed. <laughs> no, we'll have kidnapped our listeners during the, corn- during oh, the sure, pandemic. Sure, sure. Okay. Everyone, please stay sane. Stay healthy. Stay home. Stay home. Stay compassionate. Yes. Ask about folks. By the way, we had our neighbor over. Um, we put a chair out in the yard. Okay. <laughs> she she was taking a walk and we put a chair out in the yard. We sat on our stoop. We stayed up, I want to say like eight feet apart mm-hmm. outside. Yeah. She sat there. We sat where we sat and we we were able to have interaction. So... I don't know. You might you might be in New York City. You might not be able to do that. You have to use technology. That's that's also good. But there are like creative ways that you can still interact. Absolutely. And you know what? Checking on people. I, I I've been checking in on people. People have been checking in on me. It's really a wonderful thing. Um, we are all in this together, even if we do not want to be. <laughs> this is just the way it is. Yeah. But I don't know who to be mad at. We'll talk about that in the next episode. Sure. Sure, yeah. that's a, that's a <laughs> constructive use of our time. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess we're signing off. Until and we'll next. See you next time. Bye.